Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. I just took a bite of a giant snowball that is a uh, chocolate cake wrapped in coconut and um, icing. And after one bite, I felt sick to my stomach. And that is great news because it means that my taste buds have changed. And I'm using that as an example because I think that's the tipping point. You know, it's like when um, that when you realize that, let's say, your taste in relationships have changed, or your taste in friends, or you know, like someone who used you used to gravitate toward, or maybe be attracted to uh, today, uh, completely repels you. And I think that's a great sign that you are changing. So what am I trying to say? I'm trying to brag about me growing and changing. I, uh, <laughs> I could handle less sugar. I would be able to inhale three of those back in the day, but today one bite and I'm good. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about the, in my business, we call it the work. And, um, I want to title this, uh, File this under the umbrella of the crust of wellness. I think that when you um, write about self-betterment as much as I do, it's really easy to like, you know, wear the t-shirt but not do the work. Um, it's easy for a fitness coach to slowly fade away from her own training because she gets so busy training others, right? That happens all the time. Uh, I post a shit ton and I forget to do my own quote-unquote work sometimes. Um, and then you add to this the commercialization of wellness and people – uh, sharing inspirational memes and, and, and officially self-help has now become cool, right? So I just want to go back to what the work is. Um, and what I mean by what I meant by the crust of wellness is um, the commercialization of self-help has formed a crust where um, because of social media and all that, and I think it's a good thing because you know um, the fact that it, that it's commercialized means that there's less stigma, so people are. Um, getting uh, help and seeing life coaches and therapists and all that and probably more now than ever. So I think that's a great thing. But on the flip side, um, it's it's easy to preach self-help. It's easy to, um, you know, wear the shirts or uh, pass around the memes. And uh, it's really easy to kind of be a fan of it uh, and, and forget that there's actually work involved, right? So... I want to remind you guys, and this is also a self-reminder to me, you know, doing Facebook Lives is not the work. Um, writing a book on self-help is not the work. Um, and I know the work is different for everyone, but it's not information. It's not revelations. Uh, the work is in the actual doing. So I think that awareness is 50%. I think that being aware... I mean, I think everything starts with awareness. So being aware of, I mean, everything, your thoughts, um, how you feel, being aware of uh, certain people and your, uh, you know, your reactions toward them, your what comes up, uh, being aware of your triggers. Like awareness is kind of the soil for growth, right? Awareness is when you take a step back and you kind of look at the big picture, um, see yourself out of self. And I think that's the beginning. But that's not the work. I think the work is in the execution. And I think this is where most people drop the ball. You know, I think that 
Um, we could have a lot of revelations, whether we're in a therapy room or we are reading a self-help book or watching, you know, a, a Facebook video and we're relating to the topic or we're learning, um, digesting information. All of that stuff is great. And I think that awareness needs to happen first. It's kind of the first domino. But where I think most people drop the ball, including myself, is the execution. So the work comes in, you know, uh, actually, if it's meditation, actually sitting down and doing the meditation. Um, if it's seeing a life coach or if it's, you know, being in therapy or going to couples counseling, um, if it's calling your sponsor, you know, the work is in act execution. And I think that many of us um, can drift from that, can forget that, you know, just because we're in the world of self-help or because uh, we are around a lot of um, self-betterment articles and content and, and you know, friends in, in, um, in, the, in the field or fitness or nutrition, you know, just because we're kind of in the wellness space doesn't mean that we're actually doing the work. And I think that sometimes some of the most fucked up people <laughs> are the people that are, are trying to help, you know, are the, are the therapists and life coaches and all of that. And I, and I think it's not intentional, I think, because as you uh, start to help and coach other people, you kind of forget about yourself, right? So what does the work look like for you? You know, if you are going through an expired relationship, are you just taking in the information? Are you learning? Are you watching video courses? Are you, um, you know, sitting down with friends and, and processing and all that? And if so, that's great. What is your plan? What's the execution piece? You know, what do you need to lean into? Um, what do you need to execute for uh, secondary change to happen? Change that's not irreversible. So when I opened, I talked about the how sweet the snowball was the chocolate snowball, and it almost made me sick because it was just pure butter and sugar. And, and before, of course, that would have been nothing. But today, uh, because I've been eating a lot less sugar on purpose, uh, it like shocked my system. So that is secondary change, change that's irreversible, right? And so what work needs to be done today? What steps do you need to take for you to start experiencing secondary change, you know, where your taste buds change, where your perceptions change. Um, I'm using, obviously, the, the, the food as an example, but um, your point of view, the way you see the world, right, where, where, where the change is past the tipping point where you kind of can't snap back. And, and, but that being said, you know, we, we are at the core, we, you know, we are ourselves, we are our stories, we can't erase the past or what happened. And um, there is going to be some snapback. There's going to be, you know, that whole like sometimes one step forward and two steps back. And you and when, when that happens, you have to really be easy on yourself. Um, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Um, it's a lifestyle. It's a way of living, you know. And I think that um, self-betterment, if you think of it as um, a book or a workshop or a seminar is a well, kind of one thing, a training course. Um, it's going to, you're going to be short lived. You know, you're going to burn out. It's kind of like the, the yo yo diet where people get really excited about losing weight. They go to do some extreme stuff and then, and then they gain it right back. And so if you incorporate the work into your life, and I think this is kind of the um, nuts and bolts of, of this episode, is 
first figure out what the work is, right? What's your plan? And, and you may come up with it yourself or you may need the help of a life coach or a therapist or whatever. So you have a, um, you know, to live the best version of you, you have your plan, right? And so you could break it down into, into various areas. In relationships, you have a plan. In work, in, you know, with your friends, um, in diet, in exercise, right, in, uh, in your, in your uh, spirituality, whatever the plan is, you've got this plan. Um, how are you going to execute it? Uh, one, one hint, one note, you have to thread it into your life. You're not going to knock it out over a weekend, <laughs> right? And you're not meant to. So if your work is, uh, you know, like for example, right now, I'm trying to get more meditation into my life. I'm trying to um, be still. I'm trying to connect with uh, my mind, body, and soul, right? So to do that, the work would be um, how can I thread that into my life where I'm actually doing it every day, right? And and make that a non-negotiable. And then the tools would be, you know, using apps or using or going to a meditation class or, you know, doing it with friends or having friends make you accountable, etc. cetera. Um, what are you doing for your body, uh, fitness, for um, nutrition, you know? What are you doing for your... Um, Self-love, self-compassion. What are you doing for you to uh, be better in relationships? What's the execution there? What's the work? Or if you're not in, a, you know, if you're not in a relationship and you're dating, what's your mindset? How can you take this uh, experience and 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 use it to grow? And but what do you need to do to execute that? Does that mean that you have to? Um, be open to dating and um, not, uh, you know, not put labels and expectations. Or does it mean maybe you don't need to date? Maybe that's the execution piece: is that you've been dating for so much, and now it's kind of having power over you, and it throws you into a, a quicksand. It's that you want to stay away from dating and you want to be single for a while. Well, then the work would be um, to be single, right? And then you have tools, uh, routines, rituals, or whatever it takes to execute that work. Anyway, just reminding you guys that uh, self-betterment, the better version of you, doesn't just come inside a book or a video course. There is work involved, and it's just like anything, you know, whether you're building a new body or you're building a relationship or you're rewiring yourself, um, you have to do the work. And so I'm just encouraging you, and also this episode is a note to self for me. Um, I talk a lot about self-betterment, right, and I help a lot of people, and I do sessions and all that. Um, and sometimes I have to stop and think about, am I doing the work? And I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to be the guy that says, do as I say and not as I do, <laughs> right? So what is the work for you? And please don't bite off more than you can chew because you want this to be sustainable. You want this to be a lifestyle. Um, pick one area of your life that, that you really want to change. Um, think about what the plan is. And you may need help getting the plan. And once you have the plan, you have to start executing, and in that execution, then you're doing the work, and you'll feel really, really good about it. And as you start to see results, right, that one day when you realize that the snowball makes you sick, that one bite, when you used to inhale 12 donuts, and you realize, holy shit, that I have changed, like I have, my taste has changed, or who I gravitate towards has changed, or I have control over my thoughts, or my my energy has changed, that's when you get serious traction, because then you realize that uh, there's results happening. All right, guys, thank you uh, for listening, and um, hope you enjoyed the conversation. Well, it's not really a conversation. It's basically you listening to me, so I <laughs> hope you enjoyed my ramble. Um, be well.
Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrythepist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story, which everyone has, and a passion to help others.